0: I claim on earth what's coming from heaven, to be here any day. Oh, I can taste His promise,
1: that is coming my way. Hello friends, and welcome to the Growing in God's Word podcast with Dr. Jim and Joy McInnes. Our purpose is to bring to you encouraging teachings that will help you grow in your understanding of the Word of God.
0: Today we have Joy here, again, as my guest.
1: Good to be here.
0: Welcome, Joy. And today we're talking about things that we're seeking. You ever play hide and seek as a child? Oh, you ever do that, Joy? Of oh hide yes, and seek?
1: my favorite game.
0: They were yes. were you good at finding or see- uh, seeking or finding? Just hiding. You're good at hiding. Good
1: at hiding. Did <laughs> they find you? Sometimes.
0: Sometimes. <laughs> well, we used to play that down by the creek and in the trees and all the things, and it was fun.
1: Yes, it is. But
0: you know, people seek things. And, and uh, many people are, uh, everyone's seeking, looking for something. That's right. And Jesus said one day, a very powerful verse, he said, Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. We're going to explain what that means today.
1: Yeah, because you know, Pastor Jim, um, man is constantly seeking for something. I mean, I think there's just something that is within man that constantly seeks for approval, constantly seek for recognition acceptance you know and and uh, worth trying to find our worth and you know just constantly seeking for happiness and we 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 sometimes think that you know if I just have a new set of shoes I'll be happier or if I'll just go to I'll be able to go to Mexico then I'll be the happiest you know or if I just have a new boyfriend I'm okay I'm happy you know, man is constantly seeking for something. And and most often, I think we got things on the reverse. Like you said earlier, God said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things.
0: And we get those things, and what happens? Someone puts a dent in the car, and we get, oh. Well, Jesus said that we should seek first his kingdom. Amen. What happened was is Jesus was on a mountain. Mm-hmm. Now, when, the Bible says a mountain, a mountain of Beatitudes. Now it wasn 't a very big mountain; it was more like a hill and From that hill he gave this famous sermon called the Sermon on the Mount and As he gave that sermon, he said very many interesting things. One of the things he said was was that not to worry. He mm-hmm. began by talking about don 't worry don 't be concerned the Greek word here that for worry it means to divide to 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 uh, tear oh, apart. That's right. And it shows the effects of what happens if somebody worries. And Jesus was saying, you know, uh, th- there's worries in this life. You need to worry what to eat, what to do, what to clothe yourself. He says, don't worry about these things. Not that we shouldn't be concerned about it. Not that we shouldn't take proper uh, uh, work and, 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 and energy to, be, to accomplish those goals. But that worry in our heart. Jesus said, don't worry because, he says, if you seek God's kingdom first, all these things will be added to you. That doesn't mean that Jesus is going to give you a brand new Mercedes. That's not what we're talking about. We're saying that God will give you that which you need, mm-hmm. those things in your life that, 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 that you need to fulfill God's will for your life. He is the supplier of them.
1: That's right. That's I don't right. I believe that. Amen.
0: And he gives us our priority. He says here to seek. You played hide-and-seek, you said. Mm-hmm. What happened when you were looking for the kids?
1: Well, sometimes I find them easily. And I feel so much joy and happiness when I find them, you know. And I believe it is, uh, it is the same with our walk with the Lord, with our relationship with the Lord. Do you remember, looking back, how, how old were you when you first gave your hearts to the Lord? But, really, the Lord? 17. 17, okay. Me about, huh, probably I was a little bit older. But then I remember the joy. I, I remember the happiness that I felt when I found Him.
0: You received the kingdom into your life.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: You see, the word seek here is an active word. It is uh, the present imperative of the Greek, and which means that it's a continual seeking. Yes, when we find God, we've found Him. Every people said, I found God. Even though we have God in our life, mm-hmm. the Bible says, seek Him daily. That's right. Uh, doesn't that doesn't mean that you've lost him? That just means that you seek his presence every day. You want to be with him. In other words, you want to walk with him. You want to have fellowship with him. And and we're supposed to seek him, is an active. It's an active word. You just don't sit back and just wait for him to get you. You're going out looking for him. Right. But the interesting part is, is although the Bible says that we should seek God, the Bible also says that God seeks us. And one of the best verses for that is where it's Jesus said that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Mm-hmm. So we have God seeking us and us seeking God. Someone's got to find somebody in that <laughs> mix. Don't you think so? That's right. It's wonderful. But what are we supposed to seek? Jesus said there's all these things we, that you can seek after. He said we should seek one thing. That was what? His kingdom. The kingdom of God. The
1: kingdom of God.
0: But what is the kingdom of God?
1: Well, the kingdom of God, like this popular song that we sing in in in, in church, kingdom God. What is the kingdom of God? It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, I
0: know you can sing that, singer. Oh no! Yeah? Well,
1: it goes like this: righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness and peace in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. That
0: was good. I like that song. It's one of my favorite, actually. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Well, what, when is the kingdom? This is important. I'm going to say, when is the kingdom of God? Because many people think that, that, that God is kingdom of God is just heaven. That's right. That it's just God. It's just the future. But God is saying there's more to it. When is the kingdom of God?
1: Well, right now, right here is the kingdom of God. Because like you said, a lot of people, their, their, their mindset is, when I, you know, when I die, then I, I, get to see, I get to go to heaven, and then the kingdom of God is there. But the kingdom of God is right here where we are, here, even here on earth. We'll have a piece of that kingdom in our life right now.
0: Well, the, Jesus said it like this. He said, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. What he's saying is if I take this authority I have over the devil, that means that that when, when he can cast out devils. I mean what God can Jesus does, he, he sets us free from all the bondage of the devil. If he sets people free from their fear, he sets them free from their their, their confusion he sets them free from their their despondency he sets them free from the meaninglessness mm-hmm. he sets them free from the loneliness Thanks and I could God. go on and on what that's happening that proves that the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of God is here on this earth right now it's, And also the kingdom of God is where Jesus is king because where a king has his kingdom is, is where he celebrated his king and where Jesus is celebrated his king that's where His kingdom is.
1: That's right. That's right. When we, win, when we gain victory over whatever uh, you know, whatever things that we struggle with in life, like you said, you know, when, we, when we, we win over depression or when we win over anger or unforgiveness, then we can see that the kingdom of God is, is, is there, you know, manifesting itself in our lives. Amen?
0: That's right. Where is the kingdom? Is the kingdom... In Israel, or is it in heaven, or where does this kingdom manifest itself?
1: I think it manifests in you and in me, within us.
0: Uh, Jesus said, "The kingdom of God is at hand."
1: That's right.
0: What's at hand mean?
1: Right here is just look at your your hand. hand? (laughs) It's right there, right before us.
0: That's all. That's how far God's kingdom is from you. If you're watching here TV today, look at your hand. Look at your hand there. That's how far away it can be. I want to have it in me, not just outside That's of me. Right. But you have, it's close. What Jesus is saying is at hand, it means it's near. Mm-hmm. The trouble is that even though it's near, many people miss it. They miss the reality of that kingdom. But what is the kingdom of God? We've bandied we've, we've around the, the word here a lot here. What is the kingdom of God?
1: Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost.
0: Now, that's what it says in Romans 14, right. 17. It says, the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, peace. and joy in the Holy Ghost. Like you saw. That's right. You see, when the Bible says not meat or drink, that doesn't mean let's not go down to uh, uh, the steakhouse and have a steak. It, what he says, it, it, it's not ritual. Because in that day, uh, there were certain things they could eat and not eat. There were mm-hmm. certain ways food was prepared. There were was certain washings and ceremony. Jesus is saying, the kingdom of God is not those things. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. The kingdom of God is not that you got 23 little lambs on your Sunday school Mm -hmm. card and you keep the rest of your life and you say, Well, look, I have the kingdom. No, the kingdom of God is something you can experience daily. That's right. It's the righteousness, peace, and joy of God in your life today. Mm -hmm. Now, what is righteousness?
1: Righteousness, I believe, is uh, being in right standing with God. You know when you are in right standing with God
0: yeah because you see the righteousness the righteousness in the Bible the righteousness that we 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 experience in our life is that that is right we know that pleases God Mm -hmm. for example uh, we know that God's given us a conscience and in that conscience he uh, we know it's right and wrong don't we that's right. We know when something's right. We know when something's wrong inside. But well, right. you say, "Well, Jim, what, what about these child molesters? What about these mm. these people that we that murder?" What happens is is that they've they've gone against this uh, inner conscience year after year and they've, they've seared, the Bible says that their conscience has become seared. Their conscience is seared until they've built up a resistance to that inner voice so strong that they can do, just do anything, not even feel bad. They could hit their wife and not even feel bad. They can lie and not even feel bad. They can, their consciences are seared where once that conscience was tender. Well, then God adds to the mix the Holy Spirit, which the Bible says convicts us of our sin. And what happens is, is that I don't have to send an email to everybody who's watching and say, this is the list of what is wrong, which is sin, and this is the list of what's right. Because inside, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit will speak to you, That's and right. you'll know what's right and wrong. And righteousness is that, 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 that right standing before God that no man can ever have except through Jesus. Because we all make mistakes. We've all blown right. it. We've, we've all, all been we've all unrighteous landed. in some area in our life, haven't we?
1: Yes we, do. Yes,
0: yes, we have. Well, I want to ask you for a list.
1: <laughs> it's a long list, I tell you.
0: But, you see, what the Bible says is that we have the righteousness of Christ. And so the kingdom of God is righteousness. What that does, Joy, is that takes away that guilt. That takes away that feeling that... That, that I'm nothing, mm-hmm. that God can't love me. One of the greatest things that happens to me as a pastor is that people come and say, Jim, if you only knew what I did, if you only knew what it's like in my life, you, you know that God can't love me. Well, God loves you Amen. because it's His righteousness. Jesus died for, the, for our sins.
1: And also, I would just like to interject that sometimes, you know, like you said, we have blown it, all of us. At one point in our life, you know, we have done something stupid and something that have caused hurt to other people but then of course there's god always makes a way out you know he said that if we confess our sins He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and so that what happens is that it's like you know the eraser board you know that when we we commit a sin what does god do he just create a clean slate for us and so when the devil comes to us and say did you do you remember what you did do you remember what you did and then what we can say no no longer am I guilty, Mr. Devil, because the blood of Jesus has forgiven me and has cleansed me, and I'm right. I'm in right standing with God right now. I've been made righteous because of the blood of Jesus Christ.
0: Well, the devil is called the accuser of the brethren. He constantly accuses us, and that's where we have guilt and condemnation. But righteousness takes away that guilt and condemnation. That's right. I've made so many mistakes, I tell you. But you see, then I put on the righteousness of Christ. Mm-hmm. I say, Jesus... Amen. Forgive me my sins. I'm sorry, and I, I want to turn my back on it. That's important too. That's so important. So you want to turn your back. Yes. And second of all, it's righteous. It's peace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We did a whole program on shalom once. The peace of God. That's right. What is peace to you, Joy?
1: Peace, I would say, is just uh, you know just the absence of fear, not just acting foolishly, but you just know that you know, the presence of God is there and that His presence will bring about a peace. I don't know what, a shalom, just a just a, a settling, you know, in your spirit. And I remember, I remember one time, may I say, tell a story. Okay? Please tell her. people. Yes, um, I was very much involved with short-term mission and we would go med- for um, uh, medical trips to Burma and Laos and other countries in Asia <coughs> and I remember one time we were uh, probably a group of 20 medical personnel and we were at the border of uh, Thailand and and Myanmar or Burma and that we have heard about this persecuted group of people in Burma called the Kareni the people and they they have uh, uh, they have an autonomous government of their own, and they, and they 're a country in itself within a country. so we were invited the team was invited to go over the border, cross over the border, and uh, encourage and pray with the leaders of the Kareni tribe because most of them are Christians, all of them are Christians, I would say, but then at that time, uh, there was um, it was a frontline you know, warfare in that area, bombings and just a lot of fighting so our our team leader said i want everybody to pray tonight and if you felt led by the lord to cross over and go into the kareni uh, the kareni country then we will go Who, whoever feels led by the lord to go and so the following morning he asked us okay who's coming and everybody said i'm coming and so we were there we went into the Where the frontline, uh, war is going on. And just a few days before that, there was a French journalist who was shot, you know. And then, but the, the, but the amazing thing is because we prayed about it, I prayed about it, and I knew in my heart that God wants me to go with the team. So I did not fear. The bombings and whatever else that we, we, we saw in the area. And so we were able to minister and pray with the, the president of the Kareni tribe. The president. The president of the Kareni tribe. Oh. And just encourage him. And we were able to just just be there for a short time. Maybe an hour or two we were there. And just prayed with them and encouraged them. And I believe, you know, in the midst of trouble war even, you know, like what's happening now all around us. If we know that we're supposed to be in that particular place, then the peace of God is within us. And there's the absence of fear.
0: Yeah, the absence of fear. And like we talked on our program at Shalom, there's so many things in that word. Amen. And and, uh, I know so many people today that do not really have that inner peace, that inner calmness, that in the midst of storm, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of of chaos, that God is there to help them. God is there to touch them. Mm. And that's what we're talking about, the peace. Amen. And the last one we're going to talk about, righteous peace, is joy. You know, the joy of the Lord. Um, The Bible tells us in Psalms 90, verse 14, Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, so we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. How's that? That sounds good, huh? That sounds When we sing for joy. You know, God gives joy. I remember the Jesus movement. when Jesus movement was a, was a movement that happened in the States at, at about the 70s, early 70s, late 60s. And I was working in Sarasota about that time. And uh, we saw so many people that would, on drugs, and uh, on just living like hippies or in other areas, who thought they had found life's meaning through uh, sexual, through drugs, through all kinds of different things, and they're becoming disillusioned. And what happened was we just shared Jesus, and you could see joy, and joy became one of the key fu- uh, uh, the key, keys of the Jesus movement, because people could see joy in their face. There's something that, that's different, you know, you can tell in your face. I remember that this girl that gave her heart to Jesus during that time and and uh she came to me she says well since i found jesus my face hurts and i never heard of that before i heard that since you find jesus sometimes it's hard and because jesus said it's, you have trouble and tribulations right. and but she said my face hurts and i said how can your face hurt she says well i've been smiling so much that I gave my heart to jesus a it's couple of days ago my face hurts from smiling I never heard that before. And next day, a girl came up from the high school. She said, it's true, it's true. I said, yes, Jesus lives. No, my face hurts. Well, (laughs) that didn't happen to me that way. But some people, you see, Jesus said, he who's forgiven much Mm -hmm. uh, loves much. And people who've been really depressed or people who've been really down in the dumps, when they discover... That God wants to give them peace. What God wants to give them joy. What God wants to give them righteousness. There's a joy that just takes over. They don't know what to do.
1: That's right. It just bubbles
0: over. It just. We used to have a song we used to sing. My friend Bill Bullard. I, I love my friend Bill Bullard. And he used to sing, Jesus loved Bubbles Over. We'd go to high schools. We'd actually do it in high schools. Jesus love Bubbles Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the kids loved it because, you see, there is a joy. You see, you go to, you go to Disney World, you go to other mm-hmm. places, you see a lot of people having fun but little joy. That's right. Notice it next time you go there. You see a lot of people having fun, but how much real joy do you see? Well, well God says if you seek first his kingdom, not, in other words, seek his righteousness, Mm-hmm. Seek His peace, seek His joy, and these things would be added to us. and And He says, "Not to worry. Don't worry about the things of this world. Don't worry about the the the, the things that are attacking you. Mm-hmm. Um, commit it to God. Give it to God. I've gone through so many times in my life when when I didn't know if I was live. I didn't know what was going to go on. But God saw me through it. That's God right. helped me.
1: That's right." Because he knows the beginning to the end. And if we make him Lord over our life and we make that commitment to accept him as our personal Lord and Savior, what does Lord connotes? You know, like He takes care of every area of our life. You know, He's there for us, you know. That's and right. we're not fighting our battles alone, He's fighting it with us and it's through us. And so no matter what we're going through in this life, whether we feel, you know you know, like we're going through one problem after the other. And I have heard some Christians ask me and say, Why so much? I mean, since I accepted the Lord, just, you know, I mean, there's just trouble. But God did warn us that we will have trouble. We will have testings and tribulations. But the good news is, we're not fighting and we're not going through these times alone. We have His Holy Spirit encouraging us, giving us the joy, giving us the peace, sustaining us. And until we see the light at the end of the tunnel.
0: But that's the key. The key is that we we go through times of trouble. We have that inner joy. We have that inner peace. The joy isn't like we go around, ha, 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 Mm ha. That inner joy is that that steady inward peace, that inward joy that keeps us. And and this is what God gives. That's why even though we go through times of trouble and Mm -hmm. things are happening, God will give us that joy and that peace.
1: I love it, especially that you have that inner confidence. You know that confidence that all things will work together for good. Yes. All things will work together for good.
0: Absolutely. Well, we use the word seek. We said seek God. I want to add a couple of notes on that because there, there, there is many people watching right here and said, well, I seek God. I went to, I went to chat church. I went to mass last Sunday. That's it. Well, that's not what we're talking about, just no. going to a meeting. Mm-mm. We used to say up in Minnesota, uh, going, sitting in a chicken coop won't make you a chicken. That's right. And going to church won't make you a Christian. Well, it should. Right. It could help you, but by, but you listen to the Word and respond to it. But you see, it's not just going there. It's receiving God, and it's seeking His face for yourself, and not just on Sunday morning.
1: Mm-hmm. Not just on Sunday. There was
0: a, uh, a man out west many years ago, some of these young uh, pastors in the West—they were kind of tough, you know. They had to be. And this guy was following me around. and says, "Oh, I gotta find God. I gotta find God." And he says, "Well, just seek Him." Well, oh, I'm trying to. I gotta find God. Finally, he got tired. This guy following me, yelling at him. So he took the guy and he dunked his head in the in the river. And the guy's trying to get up. The guy's—he kept him down. And finally, he lets the boy up. And the boy goes, "Why'd you do that? You almost drowned me." He says, "Son." when you long for God as much as you long for water a few minutes ago I guarantee you'll find them you see we're Americans and the Filipinos watch this and other countries watch this but you know we Americans we want everything instantly man we put our 50 cents in the machine it doesn't come up man we're going to bust it we're going to hit it over the head well that's our relationship with God if we don't find them the first second we don't find it instantly Mm -hmm. we don't continue seeking and there's a seeking that god desires of us a seeking his face a seeking of him how do i seek him how do i do it in my life how do i seek god's will by putting first when i'm doing something when i'm making decisions will this bring peace in my life will this decision bring joy in my life see jesus said seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness so especially he emphasizes the righteousness part So, you see, now, if if I'm going to do something, will this bring righteousness to my life? If I'm going to, for example, how to make an example. Let's say, if I'm going to, will robbing this bank bring righteousness to my life. No, it's not going to bring peace. It's Mm -hmm. not going to bring joy. We know that I'm not seeking first the kingdom of God. You see, in the midst of our problems, many of us, we don't seek God. We seek things to fill our life. When we get depressed, we buy a bigger TV. We buy a big, bigger car. We seek the wrong things. That's right. But as we seek That's first right. the kingdom of God,
1: That's right. these
0: things will be added.
1: That's right. And if we seek Him as desperately as that young lad said, was desperate for air, then we would find Him. Yes. You know? And I think God wants us to constantly have the passion to seek Him earnestly every day. Yes. You know, It has to be our relationship with God should be fresh every day. Like, that's why we stay in the presence of God. We, we we set aside time. We have what we call quiet time, you know, where we set aside certain time of the day where we really just stay in the presence of God, just worshiping Him and just praying, just reading His Word, you know, and because that is important.
0: You said a very good thing, Joy. And this I want to tell our our our, our viewers. If you're going through a time of, of trouble or per, uh, uh chaos around you and things that are bothering take some time start the day with God begin the day with him open your Bible start reading the book of John is a good one start reading the New Testament first and take some time just alone and I guarantee you your life will never be the same take some time just to talk to God what is prayer prayer is just conversing with God just take the Word of God when you get up in the morning how do you begin the day do you seek God first how do we seek God first? I just get the Word of God. I just read it. I just I look at it. And I say, God, I commit this day to you. Help me. And I guarantee that will change your life. Amen. Well, as we close today, Joy, we want to challenge all of our, our people to put God first in their life. Seek first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added to you. And that's what we want to do as we're closing now. And we just pray Amen. together for our people. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for each and every listener. Father, we pray that they'll put you first in their life. God, you made us a promise. And that promise was to seek first your face and all these things to be added. God, we seek you. We seek your peace. We seek your righteousness. We seek your joy. And we receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's all we have time for today. Tune again in next week and we say to you be encouraged god God loves you god bless you father come and fill me up let your spirit come
1: rain down in my life flood
0: me with your love i claim on earth what's coming from heaven to be here any day oh i can taste his promise Life is coming my way